0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number one eighty-one. Wow. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to good you. Morning. Good
1: morning.
0: To you. And you and you and you. Good morning. Me too. Yeah, you too, Bob. It's great to stay good, am good, am. good morning, Bob. Good, good afternoon. Mr. You. Hey good afternoon. Man. Good evening. I'm doing great, buddy. Thank you uh, for asking.
1: Well, I'm just tickled to be here. We are back and we're on the, I'm not sure if we're on the air, but we're out there in the internet, that's for
0: sure. <laughs> we're worldwide. in the universe. We're out there in the universe, aren't we?
1: We are, we are, buddy. Yeah, I had right. a lot of people uh, ask me about you when we I would talk about the show and stuff and they said, golly, I wish I hadn't seen Ed Brantley in so long. I want to um, see him. He's such a great guy. And I said, aww. well, I said, you need to call him or aww. email him. Something like that, right?
0: Yeah, that's sweet. Thank you very much for doing that.
1: No, there's three uh, I, three or four just in the last week told me that. Wow. Yeah.
0: What about that? No females, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think they all work, actually. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: trying not to get you in trouble there, brother. How yeah, hey, you I know doing, I know. Mr. Brantley? You doing
0: okay? I'm doing great, buddy. Nice to hey, talk to you.
1: You sound really good and energetic. Have you done anything exciting lately?
0: No, not really. Uh, Just um, I don't want to get into medical part, but it's no nothing. That's nothing special, I guess. We're you know um, we working on that condo in Florida. Going to rent that. Wow! And uh, I think we're going to build a house here. Wow! And we're going to rent this house maybe if you can help me with that. I can tell you how uh, to do that,
1: buddy. We do a bunch of that.
0: Okay, good. That'd be great.
1: And um have you been traveling at all? Have you been anywhere? Nope.
0: no. Nope,
1: nope. Not down to Alabama or Chattanooga or any of those places. No, well I did go
0: to Chattanooga last weekend, I think it was. Yeah, I went down and saw the grandkids and Yeah.
1: How many grandkids do you have?
0: I think there's a total of either eight or nine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you kill me, man. You kill me. God bless you, buddy. I'm not really sure. I, yeah, I, I no, know I... you better not. <laughs> I know you better not. Well, let's get this puppy started, Ed. This is number 181. I'm Bob. That's Ed. If you're the first time joining us, then uh, w- welcome in because the Ed and Bob show uh, has been around for quite some time now. 181 yeah. shows, obviously, here on a podcast. and. Lo and behold, uh, we were on the radio, and then before that, Ed and I were both at uh, WIVK for many years, so we're just tickled that you're part of the show. So let's get into some news, and we look back on um, things that happened in the past, Ed, and um, uh, that's what we always try to do is we kick things off. So you've got the list there of things you want to start? I do.
0: I do. All right. Yeah, we're looking at things in April, of course, so yeah. on April 11th, 1968. I remember this. A week okay. after the assassination of Martin Luther King, the Civil Rights Act of 1968 was signed into law by President Lyndon B. Johnson. Yeah. And the law prohibited discrimination in housing, protected civil rights workers, and expanded the rights of Native Americans.
1: Let me ask you a question. Um, they, um, do you think his assassination made that vote happen or you think it would have happened anyway
0: i think it would have happened anyway because you know actually uh, i think I, well i don't know but i think it probably would i think they did this to kind of hold the, the rioting down yeah but, but there was a lot of rioting in 1968. i remember uh oh, you yeah. know the in in southern california and watts you know we were flying in the army out there and yeah and and up in I see, where was it, was it, uh, I guess it, was, it wasn't Chicago, it was uh, Detroit. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, we were flying the army into there and there was a lot of rioting going on in 1968.
1: Well, I mean, a lot happened. We lost uh, Martin Luther King and then Bobby Kennedy got shot. And it, was, mm-hmm. uh, it was a, it was a, a time where there's a lot of civil unrest. And as as I say that, I try to think of a time when there was never civil unrest.
0: <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: here's another topic. <laughs> Two years later, Apollo 13 launched from Cape Kennedy. And uh, it's the one that they made uh, a movie out of when the, um, the oxygen tank exploded and uh, they had to... Uh, barely come back, got back uh, into Earth, and uh, it was a great movie. Uh, but it mm-hmm. was—I can't imagine. I mean, I remember it. I remember mm-hmm. watching it on TV. We were also afraid of what was going to happen, uh, but I do remember that.
0: Yeah. So they did a good job. And then April to the 12th, 1861, mm-hmm. the American wow. Civil War began as con- Confederate troops under the command of General. Yeah, Beauregard, opened yeah. fire at 4.30 a.m. at Fort Sumter in Charleston, South Carolina. I've been there. you been to Fort you, Sumter? Not
1: to Fort Sumter. I know you and I went to, to Charleston. We didn't visit Fort Sumter. But yeah. you, uh, you, people that now uh, go to Charleston and say, oh, Fort Sumter, what's that? Uh, this, <laughs> this, this is kind of a reminder, folks, of kind of what that... That's where the Civil War began. That's why yeah, you, that that's that right. is such a uh, historical place. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
0: there you go. And um, let's see, April also, this is 1945, President Franklin D. Roosevelt died suddenly in Warm Springs, Georgia. I think that's where he liked to spend his summers after suffering of uh, several hemorrhage. He was uh, president since March 4th, 1933, elected to four consecutive terms. Wow and he got in America out of the Great Depression and through World War II.
1: A lot of people loved that guy.
0: I, yeah, I don't remember that, but I, I've seen pictures of the train. You yeah. know, they, they took him back to Washington and wherever, you, they buried him in, on the train and the people just, hundreds, thousands of people just lined the railroad tracks and waving goodbye to him.
1: You know, that's uh, people don't realize that either. Uh, back in the days like that, uh, the train served as a big passenger uh, way people got around and they did line the tracks and uh, that's yeah. whistle stops is what they were the train would come in the whistle will blow people would come down and and for somebody run for office would do a speech and then head on down the tracks to another town alright here's one uh, April 12th of 61 the first person to ever go into space and what a what a uh, I mean that the the one person in human history, that ever went, the first one that ever went in space was Russian cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin.
0: You're right. Yeah.
1: And um, he went up into space. You know, a lot of people still think it's uh, what John Glenn or something. Uh, but,
0: uh, well, we sent a dog up, but uh, <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. sent a human. <laughs> yeah, <Dog> got it. I <laughs> <Dog> got it. <laughs> uh, all right, what else
1: we got here, Captain?
0: Oh, we got a bunch of stuff. Let's see. I'm going to go down here and see if I can find some. President Abraham Lincoln was mortally wounded watching a performance of our American cousin on Ford's Theater in Washington. He was taken to a nearby house, and he died uh, the following morning. That was on April the 14th of that year.
1: Did you then, Have you ever been to Ford Theater?
0: No, I haven't. No. And
1: I went to Ford Theater and did the whole tourist thing. I, I had the kids with me when they were little. And then we we walked up to the balcony where he was shot, and then we walked across the street, where they took him after he was shot, and the bed that he died on. I mean, uh, the next morning he, he laid on that bed, and the pillow that his head was laying on was, uh, is encased there, and it's still got blood stains all over the pillow. Wow, yeah,
0: How about that.
1: It's an interesting thing if you go to Washington D.C. to. To go and see that, I'm assuming, I mean, this was 20 years ago, I'm assuming it's still the same way, but, you know, it, it well, I'm
0: sure different. it is. So. Yeah.
1: What else in April, uh, in our history? Well, 1912,
0: on April the 15th, it wasn't, didn't have anything to do with the income tax, but it was a bad deal. The icy waters off Newfoundland, the luxury liner Titanic, yeah. 2,224 persons on board, and it sank at 2.27 a.m., after striking an iceberg just before midnight. yeah, that, I I thought it was in the daylight when it sank, but in the middle of the night. But all these people were, you know, in the movies they're all dressed real nice. Over 1,500 people got drowned, while 700 were rescued by the liner Carpathia. Yeah.
1: You know, Uh, can you imagine how terrifying that must have been?
0: Oh, imagine.
1: Yeah. I mean, because they they icy waters.
0: I don't know, they've got a nice, uh, you can learn more about that up in Pigeon Forge. You know, that Titanic is up there.
1: Yeah, that is very interesting. Yeah, you and I have is. done live broadcasts from there.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. We've April done live 17th- broadcasts everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was <went through. laughs> true. April 17, 1961, uh, uh, the U.S. backed an attempt to overthrow Castro. And it was eventually known as the Bay of Pigs. Uh, 1,400 uh, anti-Castro exiles invaded the island's southern coast along the Bay of Pigs, and they were overrun by 20,000 Cuban soldiers and then jailed. Um,
0: you know, I think they got advance notice on that, don't you think?
1: Something was weird. 20,000 standing by. I, I just, <clears throat> I don't know. Whoever put that idea together. Uh, something about that whole thing has always stunk to me. So I don't. Yeah, you're
0: right.
1: I, it's probably Absolutely. one of those things where we'll never know the real truth. So anyway, what
0: else? Well, there's the midnight ride of Paul Revere. Wow. They rode out of Boston at 10 p.m. to warn Patriots in Lexington and Concord, approaching British. That was in 1775. And hey, Bob, there's a San Francisco earthquake too. Oh God.
1: Uh, yeah, that was weird. Uh, can you, well, earthquakes are strange uh, being in them. I want to back up to Paul Revere. What was it? One if by land, two if by sea. I, I was trying to remember when you were reading that. Um, uh, you know, because he was holding up two uh, or one or two uh, lanterns. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you're right. One if yeah. by land and two if by sea, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Anyway, but that, uh, Paul Revere. But the earthquake, San Francisco earthquake, that was just uh, terrible. Uh, I mean, uh, every uh, fires took over over the whole place. Uh, 4,000 people died. 10,000 acres uh, destroyed. Uh, 1906, April 18th. That's one of those uh, things that comes uh, like a thief in the night, if you will, uh, that nobody expected anything like that no and and now of course there's people who are prepared for earthquakes in places where and we know more about earthquakes but wow what a well i can't imagine how scary that was 1906. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right you got one more for us
0: yeah april 18th, 1942 the first air raid on mainland japan during world war ii occurred General James Doolittle led a squadron of B-25 bombers taking off from the carrier Hornet. They bombed Tokyo and three other cities. Not much damage was done, but the raid boosted the Allied morale the following years of unchecked Japanese military advances. So it kind of helped us out a little bit. You know, you ever seen a movie about that? No, I haven't.
1: Oh, man. I'll look it up and see what the name of it is, and I'll send it to you. But uh, okay. uh, James uh, 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 Alec Baldwin played James Doolittle. And, uh, but it's an amazing story of what they did. They had to take everything out of those B-25 bombers because they were too heavy to take off on a carrier. And mm-hmm. and there was no bases they could take off from to reach Japan. And so mm-hmm. Japan thought they were safe from attack. And they were yeah. stunned when they had B-25 bombers bombing uh, oil factories and things like that over Tokyo, and then, um, of course, the uh, bombers uh, ran out of fuel. Some of them ran out of fuel as they got to Tokyo, but they ran out of fuel. They were trying to make it to China, but they a lot of them crashed in the sea. Uh, and uh, uh, But it, it, it's an incredible story. If you ever get a chance to see the movie, um, I think you'd really enjoy it. What's it I know called? you would have. So. I got, I got to look it up. That's a great okay. question. I'll look it up okay. and I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you later tonight. And, uh, and, and I'll okay. remind people our next show, if people are listening saying, well, we want to know. I'll, I'll, when, I look, <laughs> when I look it up, we'll tell you know, on the next show for sure. Okay. okay.
0: All right, let's
1: get to some questions of the day, Ed. You get to go first. What your question for today is.
0: Well, the uh, Tennessee legislature and uh, the, the government down there has been talking about putting in a fast lane on the interstates. A lane that would, would be just exclusive for people who are going <laughs> real fast. No trucks and all of that, yeah. And it's it would be an, an additional lane on the interstates in Tennessee, and it's going to be quite expensive, so they're going to have you pay for it. Mm. You'll have to pay a fee t- to ride in it. Mm. Now, my question is, if why don't we just you know fix the interstate we have instead of trying to do a fast lane? <laughs>
1: well um, i I am a big uh I really complain about this all the time anyway and i I think our legislators have failed us uh, terribly on this I think our roads are in terrible shape and they sit they're sitting on all that money in Nashville and they mm-hmm. won't fix them they, right. they uh it seems like all that money that comes in from the uh, Uh, the gas tax and stuff they just Mm -hmm. sit on it and they don't Mm -hmm. it's intended to fix our roads and i can name you many roads here in east tennessee that need to be fixed right now some of them were in such bad shape they're just now starting to get to them and i i don't understand it um at all and this fast lane well it makes me wonder how fast is a fast lane but the one if somebody gets in that lane it doesn't go fast If I'm paying to go fast, all of a sudden I'm going as slow as the person in front of me. So, not sure how that's going to work. So, what's your take on this?
0: Well, I agree. I I think it's I think it's absurd. And some of the Knox County. Representatives have been supporting this, and our senator from Knox County. I don't think it's going to work. It's going to be a lot of money spent for somebody's going to make a lot of money. The highway people who build highways are going to make a lot of money, and then there, then you're going to have all this construction on all the interstates in Tennessee because they're going to, they'll be doing that, adding that lane to what's already there, and you know, and of course all, all the, all the traffic will have to go to the other two lanes, and you won't get, you'll be stopped again i say we just leave it as it is
1: well you can i add something to this
0: absolutely
1: you know what I, I mean what i would love to see them do is on the middle of the interstate you know you got a medium or you've got a big stone thing going down the middle right mm-hmm. build an elevated high-speed train or something and take some of the traffic or people off the roads, but but put a big train up there, put a high-speed train that's elevated, and goes right down the middle, and they are moving on. If you want to go to Nashville, we'll be there in 45 minutes. Get on that thing. Yeah. And that's why I'd love to see something like that.
0: Well, I would too. It'd be pretty, wouldn't it? We oh could all God. go to the ball game that way. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: agree. All right, here's... I got a question for you, Mr. Bradley. Okay. It doesn't... every every No matter what the subject is, no matter what the difference of opinion is, it almost seems like the two opposing opinions are Republican, Democrat. It's all... <laughs> is there is there not any uh debate that has not come down to democrat and republican i mean it 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 seems like even a male female thing like women's rights or something still comes down to democratic and republican not men and women so is there anything that's not a political debate by republicans and democrats
0: I guess not. I, I I agree with you. And I, whatever one party supports, the other one's going to be against it. I mean, it's just that's just a given. Whether
1: they think about it or not,
0: I know it. Whether they think it's a good idea or not, it, it, they're against it.
1: So. We could say, you know, free free food for everybody in the month of April, and one of the two would be against it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because the other would be for. it. <laughs>
0: That's right. You're right.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It just, I, I, We've got to quit being so politically divided to where if a Democrat wants that over there, I don't know what it is, but I don't want it. If they're for know. it, I'm not for it. Or if they're not for mm-hmm. it, I'm for it. Whether they really even care or have researched it. Or maybe I'm being foolish, but it just seems. No, that- you're right,
0: Bob. That's absolutely right. And I think that's the. I think that's one of the positions our government is in, that creates the havoc, and it nothing gets approved because you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to vote for anything that you're for. Yeah, not exactly. And, and it's it's just it, that's what's that's a stalemate. That's what it is.
1: It's all crap, if you ask me. Yeah. All right, we got to move along. Yeah, I know we're going long, but we're going to try to pick up the tempo here. We're going to get. Uh, we got uh, your sponsor. What's your top? What's the topic of the day? Tell them what it is, and then give us your sponsor.
0: Russia and the Ukraine war. Is the U.S. involved? Should we be? And my sponsor is Weigel's, home of the Dipping Chicken. You ever heard of Dipping Chicken?
1: I, I have heard about it one time before, and I had it, and it's incredible.
0: It is good, isn't it? Oh
1: man! <laughs> Weigel's uh.
0: Dipping Chicken is never frozen. It's hand breaded and fried to perfection. The dipping chicken is made fresh to order, and we have seven amazing sauces for you—one everyone to enjoy. The sauces include signature sauce, Weigel's hot hot honey. Ooh, baby! Mm. I think I know her. Honey <laughs> mustard, Caribbean jerk, buffalo, and barbecue. So. Along with the pizza, the sandwiches, and everything else at at the, the, the you know, Weigel's Kitchen, check out the dipping chicken. Okay, you need to do that. Really, it's really good. Really, really good.
1: Tell them Ed Brantley sent you.
0: Yeah, you got that right. Tell me Ed sent.
1: Hey, it's time for our topic of the day today: uh, the Russian-Ukraine war. How involved should the U.S. be, and and are we involved? I mean what's the deal here this has been going on just over a year i didn't really see this coming maybe i'm I'm naive but uh, ed are we involved should we be involved what's your take
0: well yeah we're involved we're involved with spending billions of dollars billions billions and billions of dollars every every week there's another something of billions of dollars going over there and the place is destroyed you know i am I hate to say this, but I am for getting out of there, just like we got out of Vietnam. Get out of all of that. We're we have no position in there. You know, we're I don't I don't understand. Are we trying to hold the the Russians back? I mean, they're going to have enough trouble they're on their own. So it it I'm, I'm getting old, Bob. <laughs> That's Ed normal.
1: Ed, don't you understand? that if that happens, then it'll be the next one, and then the next one, it's going to be a domino effect, and then they're going to come and take you and your house.
0: You sound like Richard Nixon, buddy. <laughs> That's, what know, got me. Uh, That's what got me overseas right there. That's right. There you go, buddy. I, yeah. You know,
1: um, it's interesting. Uh, I read this article that said, um, you know, before you go back to the Republican-Democrat thing, Republicans were always about getting out there in Korea, Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan, let's stop those daggum people before they get over here. And Donald Trump got in and he said, uh-uh, no, we're not, the only people I care about are the people right here in the USA and I will defend America's interest above all else. Mm-hmm. And he said, we're not gonna do these wars all over the world. And all of a sudden, the Republican party said, "Oh. Okay. That sounds like a good idea."
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, after after being in the Vietnam era, I agree it is a good idea because, you know, now it's one of the big big tourist places in the world and everybody just loves to go to Vietnam. Well, yes. you know, few 25 years ago or 30 years ago you could go and you wouldn't like it so much. So it just if that's what happens though that's what happens now i will say this that ukraine is absolutely destroyed i haven't seen any buildings that are standing more than well two floors probably mm-hmm. so it's been destroyed and i don't know who's, then we're gonna to have to rebuild it that's the next thing you know
1: well, well the the gallup uh, people you know they do what they did what they do they take surveys and they asked Americans, what do you think is the most important problem facing the country today? And foreign policy was hardly mentioned.
0: Oh, gosh. It
1: was things like um, terrorism, economy, things like that, not what's going on in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Ed, uh, that there's anything we can do
0: necessarily.
1: I mean, yeah, can we do stuff? Yeah. But would it do any good? No. Are we just, are we just hurting ourselves? I mean,
0: I think we're just pissing in the wind is what I think.
1: Could be. Could yeah. be. I, I just, I don't think Americans, I, listen, when you say, oh, you know, children are being killed and, and, uh, and people are being raped and this, that, and the other. And I, 'm I will shoot anybody that's caught you know raping and harming children and stuff like that but I'm not over there and I can't we can't we can't stop all evil I mean Jesus couldn't do that
0: I think um, the people who who are at risk of that have already left the country the only people that I see on the news over there are, are super old people like 85 and plus so it's it's uh, and the and the 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 country's almost destroyed everything just bombed out so it's just it's miserable but we're gonna have to rebuild
1: it should should we send them money and not people or help
0: we're not sending people we're sending them money we we send them we send them things to fight with i don't think we're sending any advisors or soldiers at all
1: so you don't think there's any advisors over there
0: well i don't think so Hmm. i hope not (laughs)
1: I'm afraid there might be. That's my fear. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's.
1: Well, here's the things people are worried about: Um, um, terrorism, immigration, cyber attacks, drug trafficking, climate change. Those are the things people in America care about, and not what's going on in Ukraine. And I'm not trying to be um, a non-caring. It's just, folks, we can't do everything.
0: Nope. How many times have we said that, Bob? (laughs) We can't be everywhere. We can't do everything.
1: (laughs) Sometimes other people have to step up. Yeah. You
0: know,
1: not just us. All right, Ed, anything else you want to say on that before we move on? Nope. Nope. All right, let's uh, tell everybody what's uh, coming up, and then I'll do my sponsor thing.
0: All right, coming up, we're going to get into the mailbox. Got some nice letters here, some nice things. We've got some questions to answer, and we're also going to do Ed and Bob's complaints. So, Bob, you're on.
1: All right, here we go. Ben Lucky, that's where I like to go. Ben Lucky, <clears throat> now, if you've not under- heard me talk about this before, it's a very unique store. Um, if you send things back to um, uh, Amazon, uh, Lowe's, Home Depot, all these places, and you think all that stuff goes back on the shelf, you are wrong. Uh, they don't. <laughs> they, go to, they go in a big warehouse, they're piled up, and then they say, what are we going to do with this? And they wholesale it out in big truckloads to places like Ben Lucky. It comes in on Wednesday and Thursday, they unload the trucks. They never know what they're going to get. All they do know is it's brand new. Everything's mm. new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it comes in there and then on uh, Friday when they open up, anything in the store, I don't care if it's originally 30 $40 at Home Depot, it's eight bucks. Wow. Saturday six dollars, Sunday four dollars. If there's anything left on Monday, it's everything two dollars, and then Ta-da. Tuesday only a dollar. Another uh, bill. What a buckle get you right there. Been lucky there on Millbrook Pike, forty-four twenty-six Millbrook Pike, across the street from the uh, KUB substation. There, get on by there and get lucky. Ed and I always like
0: to get
1: lucky. Be lucky. Yeah
0: have been Lucky.
1: lucky. The, yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, Ed, uh, let's get into some stuff here. What you got?
0: I got the mailbox going here. Let's see. Uh, this is CB from Pittsburgh. Are waterways still used in business to transport important materials? You well, know, I nice.
1: see um, I see those, uh, and you may do the same thing at Fort Loudon, see those big, uh, uh, what do you call them, ca- carrying something up the river. Barges, those barges, yeah, barges being pushed, and those, bar- and it's like eight barges and one little boat pushing them. I don't know how they do that, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but they seem to be moving a lot of crap. I was looking this up. It says the intercoastal waterways in America handles six hundred thirty million tons of cargo every year. Mm. Wow, seventeen percent of all intercity freight by volume, goes on the water. I had no idea. Did you?
0: No, I didn't. I know it, in different places, There's a, it's very common, though, and you, you would go to the Mississippi River and check it out. I mean, they're everywhere, but I think those these barges in, coming up the Tennessee River and going down, they have something to do with asphalt. Hmm. They go to the asphalt plant, but it, it is... A, you know, well,
1: stone, it, sand, gravel, it says that's uh, yeah, the that's the top right. four things uh, that they carry.
0: Yeah, and coal. Yeah. Wow. Petroleum. Coal's still moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. G- gasoline, diesel fuel, heavy fuel oil, asphalt. There it is.
1: Boom! Hey, <laughs> <See, Mr.
0: laughs>
1: right, listen. I've never, when Matt Brantley says something, I believe it. I've learned my lesson over the years. That man knows more stuff than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, right, right. (laughs) I'm serious. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's still, you know, I'll I'll give you my quick story. Uh, My wife and I, uh, weekends, we would take a, uh, we'd go out on on the river and a buddy of mine that worked, I did a live remote at like one of the boating places. And the guy that was the owner came out and said, "Bob, won't you uh, demo a boat?" I said, "I have no clue what you're talking about." <laughs> and he said, uh, "You could take one of our boats out for the weekend." Mm-hmm. I said, "I said, are you
0: kidding?
1: Me? Really? <laughs> really?"
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he gave me a, like a 35-footer with a, a little cabin in there where you could go in there and you know watch TV, and uh, so. Uh, he said, yeah, we'll put it over Fox Marina and one and over there. And I got it, and I told my wife, well, let's go down to Calhoun's on the river. We went down there, and about midnight, uh, we were there, a bunch of friends, and about midnight, I said, let's see. We got about two hours back to Fox Marina. We might want to go. <laughs> and so we left, and the fog came in.
0: Oh, buddy, no.
1: Buddy, you couldn't see 10 feet in front oh, of you.
0: Oh, no. And so
1: I, my wife went up to the front with this little flashlight, kept holding it out there. We're we're creeping up the river. I bet it took us four hours to get from Calgary. To Fox Road. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I, I was coming around a curve, and, and and I thought I saw a light coming in the distance. And I I said I said I told her I said I think I, something's coming. And I just stopped everything and it it was real loud and i got over as far out of the way as i could this these barges this boat pushing about four barges they came through that fog and could have cared less if there's a fisherman a boat anything (laughs) and i guarantee you fishermen get killed because of stuff like it was moving on and he had radar because he knew where he was and yeah. he didn't care, and he was yeah. moving, but he was flying uh-huh. with those things and uh, scared the hell out of me.
0: Well, they had the right-of-way, you know. Well, he
1: had the right-of-way, he like it or not? Yeah, that's right. Was, they they had the right-of-way. It. Holy smoke, scared yeah. the hell out of me. I never do yeah. that again. Never.
0: Okay, never.
1: But we made it. All right, what else you got? Open one up.
0: Okay, let's see here. All right, here we go. This is Deborah from Abilene. Is there more violence now than ever before, or do we just hear about more of it?
1: I don't, you know, I, I, I do know we hear about stuff more. I mean, something can happen in Timbuktu, and I can see it on Twitter in about two seconds.
0: That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's
1: weird. So It
0: is weird. And um, you don't have to wait on the newspaper or anything. I mean, it's right there.
1: Well, our newspaper's a joke, first of all, Ed, Uh, but that's a whole different story. My mom looked at it today, and she said, I wadded it up and threw it away because it's crap. Anyway, so I was looking at the stats for uh, violent crime, and, you know, it's kind of weird. Uh, It depends on what you're looking for. Like, because there's some things that are up and some things that are down though, and some things that they never reported before, then all of a sudden they keep track of. Mm-hmm. Um, sexual assaults have go underreported. So there's so many ways of actually looking at this, and I think in the last couple of years, things have taken another turn for the. For the worst. What, what, what is your take on this whole really
0: Well, I think so. I, I see. I think it it, it it gets blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. For instance, you know, if there, if there's a helicopter crash or something and a couple of people get killed, that's on that's on the network news. I mean, everybody in the country is going to hear that. Yeah. And I just think that that you know, <laughs> you know I think it's just overdone. They're looking. they they have to fill that time. And they're looking for stuff to put on there. But some cities where they're trying to do away with the police,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, like yeah. Chicago, and, but in, in but in Chicago, even the homicides only occur in about eight percent of the city's census tracts. So for almost everybody, it means the crime you hear about is crime is where somewhere else. It's not in your house. So it it.
1: Uh, and, and I think some of the crime is drug related. Um, and and some of the homicides, now, I bet, uh, it's something like eighty percent of homicides, the two people know each other.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, and they're probably family.
1: <laughs> it, it could be you're right, or they're mm-hmm. husband wife things like that, uh, or it could be uh, neighbor disputes, or th- that most of them it's it's not just somebody you've never met in your life, but I mean not that those don't happen because they do. But I'll give you an example here, Ed. I was looking at this. Austin, Texas has one of those Soros uh, uh, attorney generals. Mm -hmm. And um, he, you know, he, a big push there to defund the police in Austin, Texas. And over 200 officers have uh, quit or retired. Mm -hmm. So, crime, this is Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. Crime in, in, two years difference arson arson is up 222 percent murder in two years is up 80 percent wow burglary eight percent auto theft 40 percent 80 percent murder rate up but in austin texas they voted to defund the police they took a hundred million dollars out of their budget um so some. Of, my point is, some of these cities like Portland, you see what's going on now. You get what you voted for. You right. wanted to defund the police. Guess what? When you have a crime, do yeah, you think a criminal is going to go to a city where there's an increased police presence? <laughs> or are they going to go to a city where there's fewer police? I mean, duh. So, anyway.
0: Well, I think this is interesting, too that people perceive their neighborhood as more dangerous regardless of the actual crime rate if more young black men live there.
1: Oh, God. That's insane. It is. That's insane. Um, And, well, I think that um, that can also be a generational thing
0: too Mm -hmm. i think i think politicians uh, be they feed this too you know they're all they're all against crime any politician that's running for office is going to stop you know we're going to step i'm tough on crime crime. Mm -hmm. yeah tough on crime but it's it's actually the crime is is really sadly falling, but Americans don't believe it, but I don't believe it either. I mean, I just, all I hear is about, about crime, and you know, it mm-hmm. it just, yeah. Uh, but it's, well, there it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've
1: come kind of gone as far as we can go on that, but I, I think the bottom line is, a, a lot of the crime, it, it, we hear more about it, but a lot of the crime is down, but your defunded cities, it's yeah. up big, so. Yeah decide where you want to live and uh, don't move to
0: Chicago. So. <laughs> or <laughs> <All right>. Austin. <laughs> yeah, or Austin,
1: Texas, exactly. Yeah. All right, Ed, let's move along here on the Ed and Bob show. Um, we've got complaints. We love to complain, and Ed gets to complain first.
0: Well, Bob, I have a, it's a complaint that I feel bad about. You know, I don't know my neighbors. Mm. And I don't think many people know their neighbors, do you?
1: Well, their names are not on their mailboxes anymore so i can't find out their names
0: no <laughs> and i i seriously i don't i you know i see them sometimes and wave at them but i don't know who they are
1: was well, you cute. do you have a homeowner's association uh, yeah are you a member have you ever gone to a meeting
0: well yeah you do go you go have once a neighborhood a picnic you go once a year you know <laughs> <laughs>
1: you might want to say who are you
0: <laughs> well i you know used to you take cookies to door to door and stuff. but i you know i see these people across the street they're nice looking people but who are they <laughs> <laughs> well you know
1: what if you have a homeowner's association they you need to tell them they need to have more uh friendly meeting opportunities. In my neighborhood, we have a wine and cheese thing. We have a fall picnic. We have a Christmas uh, tour of houses uh, where uh, the women go, and they get all liquored up on wine as an excuse (laughs) to visit the houses. (laughs) So that's what you need. You need to just get some wine out and get those neighbors liquored up and, and meet them.
0: Well, I guess I I guess I do. I'm afraid to go door-to-door, though, because, you know, some yeah. people got these, they got dogs and stuff. And, Hi, I'm Ed Brantley, and I just want to meet you.
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't go door-to-door. That's not the no, answer. I okay? No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> All right, I got a complaint for you, Ed. Okay, buddy. This one frustrates the hell out of me. Too many times in any argument, people give up to the person who's the loudest or the mm. biggest it's like having a wrestler for bear Whoever's the biggest person the loudest person they're right and you're not yeah and that and, and i've seen it too many times in the past well i i mean you know they were shouting is wife, on the house. is your
0: wife included in that
1: no 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 no
0: no, no. <laughs> no, no don't give me a trouble um, <laughs> but
1: you saw it on the house floor in the in the uh in, in in the house here in the state of Tennessee, but the thing is you can't just go in and start shouting and all of a sudden you're right, okay? There's Mm -hmm. a way to to talk and and have uh, disagreements and and work it out, but you can't just shout and get a loudspeaker and all of a sudden you're right. Mm -hmm. Or am I wrong?
0: No, you're right. You're right. I
1: don't don't know, I just...
0: But but, shouting... you know when they shout they're getting louder than the other person so it's i guess it's a, a way of uh, getting their point across but it, it seems angry to me you know i think there's should be a limit angry. on how loud you can get
1: i see this on the uh, national news they always show it on tv you've got the 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 loud woman or man out there the speaker and they're screaming you're wrong and, and all of a sudden okay they must they must be right
0: because they're loud.
1: Man, they're loud and they're mad. they they got to be right because yeah. you don't get that mad unless you're right. <laughs> unless maybe they're wrong? I don't
0: they're know. wrong. I don't know. And they're trying to say they're right. right.
1: Ed, hey, tell everybody how they can listen to this.
0: All right, here's how you can listen. The Ed and Bob Show is available at edandbob.com. That's the best place, I think, edandbob.com. Or you can download the Apple Podcast app, Spotify app, or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob and be sure to subscribe. On Alexa, tell your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, boys, what do you wanna hear? And say exactly this, Ed and Bob Show.
1: You know, I did that today, as a matter of fact. My sister said- Your mom said, does that, don't she? She does, but my sister said, it won't work on did I said, okay. Now talked to Alexa, and all of a sudden, Ed and Bob started. So there you go. Uh, the comment section at edandbob.com is right there for you. If you like to comment, folks, uh, email us. Yes, Bob at yahoo.com. Hey, we're on Twitter. We're out there. Follow us around. We, we always are very interesting and do a lot of great things, uh, I think. Uh, let's see. At Ed and Bob Knox, K-N-O-X. At Ed Brantley, At Bob Thomas, K-N-O-X. Uh, we're on Facebook, stuff like that. So uh, mm-hmm. any corrections, or anything like you would like to apologize for, Mr. Brantley?
0: No, I never apologize.
1: <laughs> I knew that, but I just thought I'd give you the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, anybody want to shout out to anybody you saw this week? You said, hey, I should say hello to them.
0: Con Hunley.
1: Ooh, it's his birthday.
0: Yeah, this month, his that. birthday. I know it.
1: How old is he, like Con 40? Hunley.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, still, he, look, he looks 40. You know, he's still, he's still entertaining and everything. It's great. I love Con Hunley. You can you can always catch him at a golf course every day.
1: I wish I could play golf like he plays. He's a good golfer. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Wow. You know, I saw a picture today. Our buddy George Vavilaitis mm-hmm. down in Florida. Um, and you you need to check out his website as well. It's talkgeorge.com. He sent me a picture and he said, this was at a Chad Atkins Golf Tournament at Dean Hill Country Club. Wow. And it was a picture of a man and uh, some fan getting an autograph. And he didn't think I know who it was. Mm -hmm. And you know who it was? Who? Perry Como.
0: Wow, oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember when Perry Como was there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you know yeah. Perry Como at one time was the highest paid entertainer on TV? Really? Oh, yeah. Nobody's ever said that about me or you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean you'd choke there, Ed.
0: <laughs> You're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. What's our next show, Ed?
0: The next show is Transgender. It's a brand new topic in this world of ours, and how do we approach it? What does it mean? How's it going? I guess transgender's always been around, but this uh, man-woman on Bud Light now, I mean, there's all kinds of problems with that. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, we will. All
1: right. Ed, I enjoyed it, brother. We will talk to you next time and tackle that subject.
0: <laughs> okay brother okay. <laughs> see ya how lucky can one guy be I kissed her and she kissed me like the fella once said ain't that a kick in the head the room was completely black
1: I heard her and she heard back like the sailor said Folk, ain't that a hole
0: I go to
1: sleep and keep grinning, if this is just the beginning,
0: my life is gonna be beautiful. I sunshine up to spread, it's just like the fella said, tell me quick, ain't love a kick,